Welcome to Straight Talk on Health. I'm your host, Dr. Chet Zelasco. Straight Talk on Health is a joint production with WGVU in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I examine the world of health, whether it's research that makes the news, another miracle diet, or a new food fad. I look at the science behind them and let you know whether it's real or not. You can check out other things that I do on my website, drchet.com, and sign up for my free emails if you please. Let's begin with this. As a country, we're fatter than we've ever been. In 2021, 19 states exceeded 35% obesity among the residents. In 2022, it jumped up to 22 states. Three states exceeded 40% of residents that were considered obese. Louisiana, Oklahoma, and West Virginia. If you want to find out where your state stands, simply go to cdc.gov and search for the word obesity. You'll find a link to the maps that graphically depict where we stand as a country as well as individual states. My home state of Michigan falls in the more than 30% but less than 35% obese category. If you drill down into other maps and data that the Center for Disease Control provides, you can get more specific as to age, ethnic group, and race. Here's a couple of examples. Which age group is the fattest? Those between 45 to 54 years with 39.9% obese. The leanest? Young adults at 20.5%. Looking at those maps, believe me, it's really not a pretty picture. But as I was reading through the press release announcing the annual study, something put me off a little bit. This is a statement by Karen Hacker, the head of the CDC's Center for Chronic Disease Prevention and Health Promotion. Quote, Obesity is a disease caused by many factors, including eating patterns, physical activity levels, sleep routines, genetics, and certain medications. End quote. I can't get past the word disease. Let me explain. While I agree that there are many factors that are ultimately involved in becoming obese, are they really causes or are they sort of the result of being obese? I think that genes do play a role in developing obesity, but perhaps not for the same reason as most people would think. Look, we're alive because our ancestors survived periods of famine that have always occurred. Some call it the thrifty gene, but for the most part, we are all genetically inclined to store excess food as fat. Medications can wreak havoc on metabolism. Certain medications can dramatically impact fluid retention. For example, if you're on blood pressure medication. But do they put in more calories into the food that you eat? No. Medications, especially treatment for chronic disease like cancer or nervous system disorders, can change the use of calories by the body. But is it severe enough to cause the degree of obesity that we see in the United States today? Understand the numbers of obesity. Not everyone is massively oversized. It's easy to remember someone who is massively obese. It's not as rare as it used to be. But let's check the averages. The average man in the United States is five foot nine. And if they weigh over 202 pounds, that's considered obese. For women, it's five foot four and over 173 pounds is considered obese. There are many people who can hide that weight very well. So my point is that it's not the largest individuals who are tipping the scales in the increase in obesity. It's everyone. 
Some people want to argue that the body mass index is archaic and isn't precise enough. All you're really looking at is the relationship between height and surface area. The units are kilograms per meter squared. Excess muscle mass and maybe even large bones may impact it slightly. For obesity, body mass index is as precise as we need. There's only one real cause of obesity for most people, and I'll get to that in a moment. But let's start with a definition. The definition of disease is a disorder of structure or function in a human, animal, or plant, especially one that has a known cause and a distinctive group of symptoms, signs, or anatomical changes. There is no question that obesity has anatomical changes that result in symptoms. The disorder part of the obesity definition is one that is clear, the cause of obesity. The cause of obesity is the systematic overconsumption of calories, usually taking years, if not decades, to manifest itself. We can consider other factors from the availability of foods, the types of foods, the de development of suburbs, and on and on and on. Forget about it. We're fat because we eat too much. Let me repeat the definition, which is my definition, by the way, with a focus on the individual words. The cause of obesity. What causes obesity? Eating more calories than your body needs to maintain body weight. Is the systematic. Now, I chose that word because every other one is overused. Consistent. Persistent. Systematic means that it's on a schedule. And while the foods and amounts vary day to day, it is systematic. Overconsumption of calories. Eat too much is an oversimplification because then arguments occur about the calories and carbs and sugars and fats, etc. A calorie is a calorie is a calorie no matter where it comes from, people. Usually taking years, if not decades, to manifest itself. Look, some people seem to believe that yesterday they weighed 150 pounds and today they woke up at 200. Unless you have a massive fluid retention due to congestive heart failure or kidney failure, which isn't fat weight, that isn't the way it works. It's one calorie at a time over a long period of time. So where is the evidence to justify my position? There are two examples I'll cite, both related to World War II. The first was the Minnesota Starvation Study. Male conscientious objectors had to lose 25% of their body weight in six months, and they started normal weight when the study began. Their caloric intake was adjusted weekly to maintain the required weight loss per week. The result? was a linear loss of 25% of their weight in six months. This next one is extreme, but applies nevertheless. No one walked out of concentration camps after being liberated in World War II overweight. They were systematically starved until they no longer had the energy to work. There was not a change in structure or function. The people were simply starved. The result was weight loss. There is no change in structure or function when we systematically overeat. However, once we do overeat and get overweight and obese, there are changes in the structure and function of our bodies which need to be dealt with. But it still comes down to a calorie is a calorie. Now you might be thinking, that really isn't about weight gain, and you would be correct. If you look at the change in BMI over the years, the only explanation for the increase in body weight would be the overconsumption of calories. Height certainly didn't change much once a person becomes an adult. We've been a sedentary society for the past 25 to 30 years, so that hasn't changed very much. Maybe ultra-processed foods contributes to those calories, but the only explanation 
is the increase in consumption of calories. We are obese because we consistently eat too many calories. We can reduce our weight if we systematically eat less. Yes, there are challenges to overcome because of those structure and function changes caused by chronically overeating and becoming obese. You just have to find a way to reduce your caloric input that works for one person, you. Eat less, eat better, and move more. Thanks for listening, but we're out of time. This is Dr. Chet Salasco saying, health is a choice, people. Choose wisely today and every day.